another episode of the Aquatic Mentors podcast. I'm your host Katrina Van Eyck and today I want to share with you something which affects me and I believe it affects all of us at some stage in our lives. So I'm talking about the feeling of self-doubt. Before starting this podcast I went through a whole emotional roller coaster of feelings. I didn't think anyone would listen, I didn't think I had the knowledge to start a podcast and I didn't think anyone would want to be interviewed by me. I lacked the confidence in my abilities, which then caused self-doubt to seep in. And as I've proven with the episodes I have and the popularity of this podcast, all of that was completely wrong. And one thing I have learned through running this podcast is that you learn on the job. And it's something I've always learned in work I've done But you get reminded about it. I'm understanding how you edit podcasts and I'm understanding how you ask questions and how to word them specifically for different people. So we're always learning and we're always developing. Now, I want to begin with the definition of self-doubt. So I have three points here which clarify and define what self-doubt really is. Self-doubt is a lack of confidence in reliability of one's own motives, personality, thought, etc. Self-doubt is the fear of the unknown or unfamiliar or fear of making decisions. And self-doubt is the lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities. My self-doubt stems from my childhood experience. But it's not just one experience, but it's a cumulative effect of a number of smaller experiences. It's a lot of different things and it's small things. It's not big experiences or big issues. It's just small things that accumulated up. If you're facing self-doubt, you may look back and find one specific event in the past that caused you to doubt yourself. Or you may be like me and it's an accumulated effect of different experiences. When looking back, you may find that these experiences include people close to us And they could be very painful experiences. So if this is the case with you and you are wanting to deal with these experiences and you're wanting to look back and find out what happened, I really recommend that you go see a professional counsellor or a psychologist to help you understand these experiences and the effect they've had on your life. It's really good to sit down with someone who's trained and be able to unpackage it all see where it's affected you and then build up strategies to be able to overcome and then develop yourself to be a better person. If the experiences involve someone you care about in most cases, we've got to remember that they were just doing what they thought was best at the time in their own mind. So another person's reality is different to our own. How things affected us may not affect someone else the same way. So in their head, they've done something right um, or to the best of their ability with the situation that they saw at the time. Now, yes, it's affected you and it may have interfered with you in some way or caused you to have a problem, but a lot of the time they didn't mean for that to happen. It's just a, a circumstance that's come out of the experience. Now, a lot of this stuff can be hidden away in our feelings, in our mind, our hearts, And it just takes certain things to trigger us, to send us back or to relive those experiences and get those feelings again and develop that self-doubt. So we're talking about triggers. And emotional triggers are people, words, opinions, situations 
or environmental situations that provoke an intense and excessive emotional reaction within us. Common emotions that we experience while being triggered include anger, rage, sadness and fear. Virtually anything can trigger us, depending on our beliefs and our values and earlier life experiences, such as the tone of voice when people say things or how they say it, a type of person, so it could be a a person's personality that sets you off, or a particular viewpoint, be a viewpoint that's against yours, or it could even just be a single word that they say, or a phrase. So a trigger phrase for me is, that's just them. Now that's something I heard a lot when I was young, and people use that as an excuse for their behaviour or someone else's behaviour, and that really can irritate me and trigger me. So anything can be a trigger, anything at all. So I have triggers including starting new projects, and also when someone questions why I do something. And these are triggers that I'm learning to move on with. So the self-doubt affected me with my podcast because it delayed me in starting this podcast. It's something that I'd sort of wanted to do for a while, making this podcast and sharing people's stories, but I'd put it off and put it off because I thought I didn't know enough. Why would people listen to me? Now, luckily with the catalyst of COVID-19, I actually got my button to gear and did it and it's been absolutely successful and I'm loving learning so much from people. So self-doubt also stopped me from asking for interviews for a long time. Now, self-doubt affects me in my normal life and I've spoken about some of these. You know, I think of ideas but never follow through. I put off or procrastinate about things. And I become defensive when people question my abilities. So I do feel this is something that's going to be with me for life. But I believe it will decrease over time as I become more confident in my abilities and what I know. So I think as that develops, I become more confident in what I know. And this podcast is helping that. And as I develop that, I'm going to be more confident in what I know and what I can do, so my abilities. Self-doubt is going to creep back in. When I want to go to the next level of my skills or if I pivot in my business, which is something that a lot of us have had to do during COVID, is to actually stop and pivot. And that's something that can cause self-doubt. You can worry whether it's going to work or not. But we need to have that confidence in what we can do. So for moving on and being able to fix and work on my self-doubt issues, I'm realising that I can't choose how I feel but I can always choose what I think and do with those feelings. So the feelings are natural, but my behaviour and the thoughts around those feelings are a choice. The feeling of self-doubt and lack of confidence is actually a natural feeling, but it's how we act on those feelings and the behaviour we have around those feelings. That's what causes our self-doubt to grow. Mel Robbins, an American personal development coach, talks about a self-doubt cycle. So first we start with the fear of failure. And then because we have a fear of failure, we overthink things. And then because we overthink things, we then doubt ourselves. So imagine it's a wheel going around. We have that fear of failure. And then because we have that, we overthink. And then because we overthink, we then begin to doubt ourselves. Now, with our wheel, 
we can do one of two things. We can just continue that cycle and we can go around and around and around and have the same outcomes and nothing changes. Or you can change some part of that wheel and have a different outcome. So again, we're going to start the wheel with the fear of failure. But instead of overthinking, we're actually going to take some action on that fear. And then when we take action, this generates our confidence and then we can repeat that cycle. So instead of overthinking and instead of then doubting ourselves, we're going to take action and action is going to give us confidence because we've actually done something. We've built up some understanding on what we're trying to do and it's given us that confidence and we can then go and take more action and build up more confidence. And it's like that step when we say, you have a problem or you want to achieve something, break it down into steps and you then achieve step one. And by taking that action and achieving step one, it's giving you the confidence to then move on and do step two. And by achieving step two, it's giving you the confidence to move on to step three. And it builds and builds and builds until you reach your goal or that action that you wanted to be able to do. So it's about taking those little steps forward and every time you take a step forward, it gives you the feeling of confidence and knowing that you've achieved something and you keep wanting to push forward. And I think that's really a great understanding and a basic understanding of what self-doubt is and how to move forward with your self-doubt. So while I've been researching the podcast and different ideas, I came across two quotes which really influenced me and pushed me to make this podcast live. So, quote one, it's not all about your experience. It's about having something to share. So, like I said before, I was worried about I didn't have the knowledge or the experience to be able to share with everyone. But I've got something to share, which will help the aquatic industry and help swim teachers, coaches, lifeguards develop in what they do. Now, the second quote I've got is by Gary Vaynerchuk. And I hope I've said that right. Again, he's an American who works on sales and personal development. And he said, if you don't have the experience, then your place is in sharing your ideas, hypotheses and opinions. So that's fine if you don't have the experience, but share what ideas you have, hypotheses and opinions, and then even say things like, okay, I've got this idea I want to work on. I'm going to test it and these are the results. And you can let everyone know the results. You step them through what you did and then you can put it out there and say, this worked or this didn't. And that will give you the experience. It also brings people along for the ride and they know what you want and know what you're going for and how you did it. So I'm going to leave it there in regards to self-doubt, but I hope this gave you a basic understanding of what self-doubt is how it can affect you, how it affected me, and everyone is different. Like I said, you might find that there was one big episode which caused you to get self-doubt and now you get triggered, or it could be a lot of little episodes that have accumulated together. Hopefully I've given you some tips to be able to work through it and also the belief that it's not something that defines you. Self-doubt doesn't define you in any way. It's just something that we have to work on you're not broken, it's just a pattern and a pathway that needs to be changed to a more positive pattern or a more positive pathway. So I hope you got a lot out of this Um, and I would love to hear how self-doubt affects you and how you combat it. So everybody works in a different way, everybody learns in a different way 
And if you've got ways of combating self-doubt that works for you, may also work for other people. So I'd love to hear how you are affected by self-doubt or if you are affected or if you're not, any thoughts on the reason why you're not affected by self-doubt. And then how we can either combat that together or how you combat it and come up with new ways of helping people in the aquatics industry learn and develop and stop feeling that self-doubt and give them that encouragement. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Bye.